Matthew 5, 1 through 20. The, the title of my devotion, or the title of the devotions this morning, right, it's from the Lord, is Am I Qualified to Share the Gospel? So you can think about that as you read through Matthew 5, 1 through 20. And they came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gadarenes. Oh, did I? Mark 5, I'm sorry. Mark 5, 1 through 20. And they came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwelling among the tombs. And no man could bind him, no, not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains. And the chains had been plucked asunder by him fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame them. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him, and cried with a loud voice, and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God, that thou torment me not. For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, we are many. And he besought him much, that he would not send them away out of the country. Now there was there nigh unto the mountains a great herd of swine feeding. And all the devils besought him, saying, Send us unto the swine, that we may enter into them. And forthwith Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine. And the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea. They were about 2,000, and, and were choked in the sea. And they that fed the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was that was done. And they, came to, and they come to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion, sitting and clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. And they that saw it told them how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil and also concerning the swine. And they began to pray him to depart out of their coast. And when he was come into the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. Howbeit, Jesus suffered him not, but saith unto him, Go home to thy friends, and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee, and hath had compassion on thee. And he departed and began to publish in Decapolis how great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. Am I a fit or am I a qualified to share the gospel? That'd be a question I asked myself this morning. This is a very personal message. I've thought about this passage of scripture oftentimes the last couple months. Because I heard a message on this, I've had this comes to my mind different times. Am I what about me? And so I just want to look at a few highlights through through this chat these few verses. And, I don't know, maybe it'll stir something in your heart, and, and I'm looking for the Spirit to, to stir something in my heart this morning. Verse 4 and 5, it talks about the man, it seems pretty, um, the man that was possessed with the devil, it seems pretty extreme. I, I don't know of any one of you here that has a testimony like that, that it took, that we were bound with literally fetters and chains, but it wasn't enough to pull us. We'd just break them apart. We were so possessed with the demon. Um, but 
had to wonder, though, have I ever resisted God like that? Maybe not physically with fetters and chains, but was I ever so possessed with my sin? I, I know what mine was. You know what yours was. And I, I trust that it's not a, a current state of his. But I knew I resisted God like this. The Lord would try to, um, as he even tried to bring subjection over my body, I would resist that and break it apart. I know it wasn't God that was binding this man. It was men binding men. Just, I, I, I think about this man like, have I ever resisted God such as this to the breaking of chains? Verse 6, when this man, even, I don't know how long he'd been living in this state of, of, of bondage, but it says that this man, when he saw Jesus, he gave a response. And I just wonder what your response is. What's my response? What was my response coming this week? I know I had some fears coming this week, because I wasn't sure when I came and met the Lord here, what, what was going to happen. It's a fearful thing coming in the presence of the Lord. But I chose to come anyway, and that's what this man chose to come. And he said he ran and he worshipped him. Something was in him, he knew that this was this was the source of something. I don't even know if he knew what he was, I, I'm sure he knew what, who this pure man went towards him and worshipped him. That was his response. Uh, jumping down to verse 15. The, the, um, after the, Jesus had cast the devils away from him, and the people that had been feeding the swine had observed all this, there was an obvious change. You know, they, they had to go back and tell the people in the city, and some, another, some of the other accounts says the whole city came out to see what, what had taken place. And when they came back, here was a man that was that was clothed, and he was sitting and clothed and in his right mind. Just some, some totally opposites of what he used to be. He was not a man of peace and rest. And he wasn't even clothed. He was a naked man walk, walking about. And he definitely was not in his right mind question I had to ask myself. Has there been any evident changes in my life? Can people look at me and be amazed? Like, wow, this is totally different than what I used to know this man by. He's sitting and he's clothed in his right mind. Is that, is that your testimony? Is that my testimony this morning? I can even say even in the last few days here, has, has there been any evident changes in your life, in my life? Has the Lord came and touched any area in your life? says then, they were afraid. Afraid of what? Here's a man sitting and clothed in his right mind. As I read the first part of this chapter, that's what seems like to be a fearful thing to me. A man that can break chains and fetters, and I don't know, I just picture quite a wild man. And he's naked, definitely not in his right mind. That seems like a fearful thing. That's what would cause, I think, my heart to stop see it's something like that. But it says these people were afraid when they saw this man that used to be that way and now he's normal. Or, you know, he's he's had an obvious change. It says they were afraid. I don't know. I, I, I don't know about that. Um, just just what the, the text says here. 
17. And they begin to pray him to depart out of their coast. That was their response. When they, um, they, they wanted this man, Jesus, and I assume the disciples also said, depart, go away from this man. We, we're not sure we're ready for this type of, handle this type of a thing, that you can take a, a man like this and transition over into a man that's sitting and looking in the right mind. I'm not sure we can handle that. Depart. But it's interesting, they, they, they never told the man that had had this change, the man that was possessed with the devil, so they, they seemed to be okay with him to stay there still. I'm not sure why, but that's just how it was. They wanted him to stay. And so that, that man was like, Lord, take me with you. I, I want to go with you. I mean, why not? Isn't you the man that, that can do the most, bring about a miracle in, in your life such as this? Of course you want to, that, you want to be your net his feet all the time. That's how the people found him sitting at the feet of Jesus and thinking Matthew. That's where they found him, sitting at the feet of Jesus. But Jesus said, Go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee and had compassion on thee. I think we heard about that earlier this week about when the gospel was first started in Jerusalem and Judea and then to all, all countries. It seemed like that's exactly what the Lord was talking to. Go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee and hath compassion on thee. I take that to mean also, go to Ellensburg, go to Yakima, tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee and hath had compassion. And, uh, there, there was a, um, again, it, it, it talks about, I don't know if it talked about it here in the park, um, that the people, you know, what, well, yeah, it did. It, about how the people told him, go away, we don't want to hear this gospel, we don't want this type of thing happening again, I assume, is what they were after. And But it says in um, Luke 840, that's where the rendering of this account is, it says, and it came to pass that when Jesus was returned, like when he was came back to this area again, the people gladly received him, for they were all waiting. What happened? What changed in that area? What was the event or what, what took place there that all of a sudden the people, it says, for they were all waiting for him. What happened? You know, all of a sudden, you know, it went from leave to they were like waiting for him to come back. Something took place, something changed. Um, well, I just believe that it was that man. He did exactly what the Lord told him to do. He went back to went to the city, he went to that, that little region and shared what great things the Lord had done in his life. And so when Christ came back again, there was a prepared people ready to receive him back. And I think about that even for this afternoon for myself. When, when we leave Ellensburg, when we leave Yakima, when I leave my home, when I leave my friends, my family, will there be a people that are ready for Christ to come and visit them? It's possible that he will use some of us or all of us today to prepare a people that will be ready for Christ. And we know that Christ is not going to come back like he did this time. The next time, it's, that, that's it. Christ is coming back to receive him to himself. So will there be, will there, I can say, will there be a trail of people ready for Christ to return even after today? Will there be, a, will there be anybody prepared, ready, waiting for the Lord to return? 
they all be like, go away. Can't handle this. I don't know. I just I just appeal to myself and and to you. That I believe that yes, we are qualified. And because of the strength that I have and the intellect that I have, this man did have he had hope had done an obvious work in his life and he knew that. So I, I don't know what basis he, he spoke on the spirit work in his life, or did he just go back and simply tell exactly what the Lord had done? Just a very simple account that we have. Did he just go and tell that? Or give him more to tell? I don't know what, what he had. So I don't, I don't know what you have to share. I don't even know exactly what I have to share. I mean, when it comes down to it, but I know the Lord has done some things in my life, and I can just learn from there. The Spirit gives me but if you don't give me more, then I'll just stick with what I do know. The Lord has done in my life. And if I just bless you, I, I beseech the Lord to bless me and help us all to give, just share what, what you do have. And if he hasn't given you anything yet, there's still time for the Lord to, to do a work in you that you are, that you do have something. Father, we come to you again in the name of Jesus this morning. Father, we, it, it is very clear that we are helpless and weak without you in the day. Father, you were faithful yesterday. You gave us strength. You gave us exactly what we needed yesterday. You allowed your spirit to, to come and, and be among us. You even allowed your spirit to come and dwell within us yesterday, Father. Thank you for that. Father, would you do that yet again today? send your spirit again to, to be among us, to be within us. Well, we invite that. We just open the door up and say, come in. Well, I, don't, I don't know what that's going to look like when you do come in. Father, well, we know it's good. Well, we just, just invite that. We just pray that that would be a reality for each one that is here today. That we would have open invitation, open door to the spirit. Thank you, Father, for this opportunity speak to us, just, uh, just pray that thou continue to be the speakers, and each one of us that are here as students, and each person here, Father, I've uh, heard testimony already, they're, 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 this, this whole week is for everybody, whether we're speaking or a speaker or students or staff, Father, it's just time to meet with you, we all have needs, Father, we recognize that. Thank you, Father, for taking care of our natural needs again this morning, thank you for the food, Father, it's a gift from your hand, and we gluttonous, but just be thankful for what you give us. Take your body for what we need. Thank you, we praise you.